Hi, John Terry, the Black Belt Leader, and welcome to this Black Belt Leadership Master Your Life podcast. Are you pregnant and past due? Now, before you tune me out, I want you to stick with me because I'm talking about being pregnant with an idea. But I want to set the backstory for where I'm going. So bear with me as I share a personal story about the birth of my son, Joshua. Now, my wife and I had made the conscious decision after we married and I had two children I brought into the marriage, she had one, that we wanted to have any remaining children at home. So we found a midwife, went through the training when we found out my wife was pregnant, and we prepared literally to bring a new life into our home. We were going to have our baby at home and not in a hospital. So as the date for Joshua drew near, my wife's abdomen continued to grow larger and larger until she literally looked like she was carrying an oversized basketball in her abdomen. It was the largest belly I'd ever seen on a woman. At one point, we thought that we were looking at twins. She was so big. Ultrasound was done, and it turned out to just be one, but a large sack of fluid in which my son said. My wife liked to describe her pregnancy with Joshua as literally being all belly. Now, one of the things our midwife had cautioned us on early on is that during a midwife delivery, we were only allowed to have a pregnancy go no more than two weeks past due because of the potential complications. And if my wife hadn't gone into labor by the due date, we had two weeks to wait. And if at that point Joshua hadn't come, we would have to go to the hospital and have the pregnancy induced. Now, we didn't want that, so we did everything humanly possible. We walked, we exercised, we prayed. We did all of the things that we knew we could do to help my wife prepare, and hopefully Joshua would cooperate and be born on time. But as the days got closer to the due date, my wife's belly continued to get larger and larger and larger. To say she was uncomfortable is literally an understatement. The woman was absolutely miserable with this massive belly that she was having to carry around. Now, on the exact day of Joshua's due date, like a good boy and just like clockwork, my wife went into labor. Her water broke. And a few hours later, Joshua emerged from the womb and entered our home literally as a bouncing baby boy. He was, in my wife's words, perfect. Now, that process was repeated a couple of more times with my daughters, Jesse and Kira. And now we had Andrea, Jonathan, Jordan, Joshua, Jesse, and Kira. That's right, six kids, a literal Brady Bunch in the Terry clan. Now, with each birth, we had a contingency plan in place just in case the labor didn't begin at the appointed time. We knew there was a limit to what my wife could endure and what the unborn child could endure if the pregnancy went too long. And we also understood that the longer the pregnancy was delayed, the greater the odds of potential complications. So we prepared and we had a plan. Now, I don't know if a single mother-to-be who looks forward to being pregnant and past due, but at times it happens. So let me ask you a question. Are you pregnant and past due? Now, before you say no, I want you to consider this. Millions of people around the world, just like you, have something stirring inside of them. It's a hope. It's a calling. It's a dream. It's a vision. That something is a seed of significance, something that's been conceived in your heart and in your mind, and it's going to stay there until it's either brought to full term and birthed or it dies, never having seen the light of day.
Years ago, one of my mentors took me to a cemetery. And as he pointed to the gravestones covering that particular cemetery, he commented and said something like this. He said, John, herein lies the remains of generation and men and women who died along with their unborn hopes and dreams. Business ventures never started, books that were never written, paintings never put to canvas, music never scored, innovations and ideas never created, and a wealth of knowledge and wisdom never shared with future generations. This cemetery, like hundreds of others and thousands of others around the world, is the final resting place, not just of lives, but of ideas never brought to life. And I thought about that. What if men like Thomas Edison and Jonas Salk, Alexander Graham Bell, Nikolai Tesla, Henry Ford, Albert Einstein, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, what if any of those individuals had not pursued the dream that was within them? Where would the world be today if we didn't have the innovations that these men birthed because of the passion that was inside of them? The inventions that these individuals and others like them created have literally changed the lives of mankind for the better. Now, every one of these inventions came as a result of a man or a woman pursuing a dream that was worth chasing and being doggedly determined that their dream was going to be birthed into reality and it was not going to die within them. And sure enough, these individuals birthed their dream, brought it to life, and changed the world for the better. I recently had the opportunity to read the story of John Kilcullen. And maybe you don't know the name, but you'll know who he is when I share his story. At a dinner of one of John's friends, he was sharing a conversation he overheard in a bookstore. A customer asked if they had a book that explained how Microsoft DOS now, this was at a time when computers were relatively new, and they didn't have the interface that we typically have today that simply point and click. If they understood and had a book that would explain Microsoft DOS in very simple terms, something like DOS for dummies, that person said. Now, that passing comment stirred something within John Kilcullen, who refused to let that dream die stillborn. So what did John do? He went home and he began to write a book. Those books that he launched were the dummy series of books. Today, there's over 370 different dummies titles in 31 languages, and over 60 million copies have been written as John took an idea that was birthed within him and brought it to life. And the dummies series of books have literally helped hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people learn to do things they otherwise wouldn't have learned to do. A couple of years back, I was at an event with Kevin Harrington, one of the original Shark Tank stars. And I had the opportunity to hear Kevin share with our group, the creation of the infomercial. Now, for those of you that remember the early days of television and even many cable stations today, they didn't air programming 24 seven. So Kevin saw an opportunity and he began to reach out to network TV stations and cable stations offering to buy their unused airtime for literally pennies on the dollar. And Kevin began to put together an air programs that introduced people to such things as the Ginsu steak knife and many of the other made for TV programs 
that today become commonplace. Now, Kevin took his dream and he worked tirelessly to bring it to full term, birthing the infomercial genre that today is responsible for billions of sales of products and services around the world and making a number of gadgets, products, and gizmos, literally household names that you and I probably have in our drawers somewhere in our house. Now, there's nothing special about Kevin Harrington. There's nothing special about John Cullen or any of the other great inventors of the past. The common theme, the common factor was their determination that their dream, their passion, their vision for an idea was not going to die stillborn. These men refused to take no for an answer, and they pursued with relentless passion that dream, that vision for an idea until it gained life of its own. I had an opportunity just a few months ago to be with Jamie Kern Lima, who is the founder of It Cosmetics. And she, like Kevin Harrington and John Kilcullen, had a dream that she could create cosmetics for the everyday woman, not just the beauty queens that we see in most of the modeling gigs that are put on television and in advertising today, Jamie Kern Lima envisioned a product line that she could bring to the table that would allow people of all skin types, all ages, all ethnicities to feel beautiful, look beautiful, and be beautiful as a result of the makeup that she created. And Jamie Kern Lima started in her living room of her apartment, creating a product design called It Cosmetics. Her concealer and other products that she brought to the table time and time again, she was pitched and told no. But because she refused to take no for an answer, she pursued with relentless passion that dream that was birthing inside of her and brought it forth through QVC as a result of Kevin Harrington making the infomercial something that literally has become a 24-7 brand. Jamie went on to sell her company, It Cosmetics, to L'Oreal for $1.2 billion in cash and became the very first woman CEO of a L'Oreal company. Now, how many of us, you and I, have a hope or a dream a vision, or an idea that does nothing more than stir within us. Or maybe it stirred at one time, but because you didn't nurture it, you didn't feed it, you didn't care for it, it's begun that slow, painful death within the recesses of our mind, never having the opportunity for your idea to be birthed into a reality that could benefit the lives of other people in a meaningful way. Far too many of us are pregnant with possibility, but are past due because our efforts to birth this possibility aren't being put into play. If you're pregnant with possibility, you've got to nurture that dream and bring it to reality. So here's my question for you today. What is the dream within you that's waiting to be birthed, that's waiting to be brought into this world to make a difference? What novel idea lurks inside of you that could be worth millions of dollars to you and could change the world for the better? Right now is nothing more than a thought in your mind waiting on you to take action, to bring it to life. What is the great invention, the great discovery, the great cure waiting to be born 
if only you would nurture and grow that possibility until it takes on a life of its own. Now, if you're like me, I've got six kids. If you've ever been around a woman who's at or near full term of pregnancy, you know they are very uncomfortable. And for those that are past due, waiting for that baby to be born, they're even more and more uncomfortable every single day. Now, I want you to think about this. Maybe that discontent that's stirring within you at the moment, that uncomfortable feeling, that nagging, that gnawing inside of you is due to the fact that you too are pregnant with possibility, but you're past due. If you wait too long and you never take action, that possibility is going to die within you, never having seen the light of day and never having the opportunity to enrich the lives of others. Now, if you're pregnant with possibility and that possibility is past due, it's because that possibility is waiting on you to take the action steps necessary to birth this dream and bring it into reality. So I want to encourage you today, begin to dream big about your dream, but don't just dream about your dream, embrace it, pursue it, enlist the help of others to bring that dream to life, to bring it into reality, to take that thought and make that thought an idea that is ultimately manifested into its physical form in the earth. I want to encourage you to be committed to taking whatever action steps are necessary to bring your idea to life. Don't just be pregnant with possibility. Do what is necessary to birth that idea, bring it to life, and change the world for the better. So don't just dream. Embrace your dream. Pursue your dream. Enlist the help of other people because one is too small a number to achieve the greatness that is lurking with inside of you. And as you begin to take those action steps to birth that dream in reality, like the famous inventors, like Jamie Kern Lima, don't take no as a finality. Keep pushing forward and don't quit until you get there. Don't be pregnant and past due when you can take the dream that you've been given and bring it to reality and birth it and make a difference in the world around you. I'm John Terry, the Black Belt Leader, and I want to thank you for joining me today. Go pursue that dream and bring it to reality as you develop and deploy your own Black Belt Leader within.